Good afternoon, audio adventurers. This is Talking to Myself, and I'm your host, Michael Stevens. When we last met, three of our heroes were faced with a dire decision. Save Underhill and lose themselves, or save themselves and let Underhill perish. With only three days to make the decision, let's see how they fit in today's episode. Chapter 16, Part 2 I couldn't help but feel overwhelmed by the choice not only ahead of me, but also resting on the shoulders of Tilly and Titus. The next morning we three were inseparable. We talked mostly about our lives on the surface, but Tilly, this was a dream come true. To become a magical creature in a mythical world was a childhood fantasy. She admitted some of her choice was made because of a growing feeling for our mutual friend. There's just something about that impish smile, and the way he changes colour when embarrassed, and his cute temper tantrums. Alright, alright, we get it. Will you hush now, sister? We're all very happy for you. However, we aren't as ready to give up everything we know. Titus said, gesturing between him and I. Yeah, what about my mom in Manhattan? I asked. Don't you miss London, Tilly? Titus questioned. Miss London? For what, the smell? Yeah, right. We were living on the street. Orphans. At least here we have a family. A home. Doesn't that mean anything to you? Tilly rebuked in fortitude. Well, yeah, but what if I turn into some sparkly thing? I'm quite proud of my physique, you know. Titus said, trying to reason. Is that all you can think about? Vanity? Millions of lives could be lost and you're worried about your pectorals. Tilly raged. What, you're saying you won't miss being human? Titus spoke defensively. I'm not saying that. It's just a price I'm willing to pay for the sake of others. Tilly said, storming off. Titus called after her. Come on, Tilly, wait! He followed her. I took a seat by an ornate water fountain, staring into its rippling waters. Maybe she has a point. Maybe this wasn't the time to be selfish. I would miss Manhattan. I'd miss my mom. Even if I had returned, how long would it be until Alistair brought his self-indulgent moral to the surface? They wouldn't stand a chance up there. I couldn't risk losing my mom or Manhattan that way. I let out a heavy sigh. I found some resolve. We had to stop it here and now, or everything could potentially be lost forever. With a mad peritone in power, I shuddered at the thought. Here's to hoping my own was wrong. I'd find another way back to the surface. I will see my mom again. There has to be a way. Though even if I do, I would be different. I'd have to convince her I was still me. And there is the problem of forgetting her. I knew what I had to do. I spent the next few nights compiling a letter to myself, filled to the brim with my memories. I took photographs from my wallet. Last, I took a watch from my wrist, a present from my mom on my 14th birthday. I placed them all into a wooden box and I had asked the scholar to retrieve from me. The box would go to Alan. If we survived this, she would help me remember. It had to work. 
I had to have hope when it felt as if everything would be lost. I let my hope guide me as I made my final decision. Tilly had made progress with Titus over the final few days. Titus agreed to go through with it. Although now, for whatever reason, I'll catch Titus pretending to be a centaur. Almost like he was practicing. It made me chuckle to myself. It seemed as though we had our answer. Now it was time to tell Merlin. We walked side by side, firmly in our resolve. This time, one thing was for certain. We would set up a meeting with the snobbish elven lady. No need to be shunned by her upturned nose this time. Just as before, the elders formed a ring around us in their seats in the court. Only this time, it was just Titus, Tilly, and I. Your answers, young ones. Merlin's feeble voice still rang above the court's idle banter, and silence fell as he spoke. Tilly, who was very much the leader in this decision, spoke up. We decided to proceed, Your Majesty. Thank you, Tilly. But I must hear it from them as well. Merlin pushed onward, and his gaze fell upon me. I will do what needs to be done to save Underhill. I stand with Tilly. I spoke, stepping forward. And Titus, what is your decision? Merlin's glance shifted to the rugged road. Aye, I'm in. I can't let my sister be roaming around down here without me. He said, ruffling the back of his hand. Then it is decided. I will teach you the ritual. However, for it to work, it must be performed when in the face of great evil. So let us begin our preparations. You ought to meet me in the courtyard, and I will guide you through the process. With that, the court was dismissed. Heading to the courtyard, we felt a new feeling of empowerment, doing something for the sake of others instead of ourselves. Truthfully, I felt that was what being a hero was truly about. Though many things may be lost forever, I had a feeling things were going to turn out for the best. We stepped inside the courtyard, where Merlin had seemingly appeared out of thin air. Let's begin, shall we? Merlin announced, gesturing to a circle of soil at the center of the courtyard. Titus smirked his usual rugged half-grin. Tilly was giddy as ever, practically jumping with joy. I finally felt like the hero I was supposed to be, smiling not only with my mouth, but with my eyes as well. The only thing left is to learn how.